Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Yo, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I am so glad you're here today. Um, this is episode 26 of the Tandem Talk Show. Last week, episode 25, we went over the most effective way for women to lose stubborn belly fat. If you had missed that episode and if you'd like to catch the replay, just comment 25 below for the 25th episode and i will be sure to tag you in that last episode which is found in our private facebook group and if you're not yet a part of our private facebook group um all you have to do is go to tandonutrition.com forward slash facebook or just drop facebook uh the letters below and i will be sure to give you instant access to that group for all these live trainings and a ton of great resources. So in case you're not aware, our Facebook group is where all our clients and even myself are at every single day. That's where I spend out most of my time answering questions, giving feedback, and just pouring more content into our community, helping women achieve their goals of losing body fat, toning up, and transforming their lives. And in case you're new here, um, and if you're new here, welcome to the Tandem Talk Show. This is a weekly live episode in which I go live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time to deliver a brand new episode um, of the talk show, giving you more information, more science-based facts that will help you lose fat, tone up, and achieve your best self. Super excited that you're here today. And in this episode, We'll be going over the seven proven strategies that will drastically reduce your bloating for a flatter stomach. And this is a very, very important episode and a very common topic. In fact, roughly 30% of all Americans experience bloating on a daily basis. So this is a very common occurrence. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but every time I feel bloated, uh, my mood changes, I'm not as happy, I'm not as excited, I don't feel as motivated. And I'm actually more likely to cheat on my diet if I am bloated. And I found the reason why that is, is because I feel like things aren't working, that things aren't going my way, that I messed up. But you know what? Uh, bloating is just a temporary cause. And today, in today's talk show, I'll be uncovering these seven ways to eliminate or drastically reduce bloating so you can be feeling better, happier, more excited um, than when you are bloated. So just by a show of hands, uh, if you're watching this right now and if you've ever experienced bloating and you just hated the way it feels, uh, just comment below. Be like, yo, that's me, Coach G. I've been there. I hate it. And if there's anything that you do to help reduce your bloating, I want to hear from you. My goal today is to give you seven strategies that will, that will reduce your bloating, but I also want to learn from you. I want to know what works for you, what you've done, and as a community, I also want to make sure that together we're learning, we're growing, and we're supporting one another um, in achieving our best selves. Now, before we go any further, um, as with each episode, I do want to give some big shout-outs to some clients in our Tone Up program that are kicking some butt right now. And the biggest client, uh, the biggest win, rather, that I want to give a shout-out to is 
Danielle. Danielle is uh, working closely with Coach Boston throughout her fat loss phase. And in 12 weeks, guys, check this out. In 12 weeks, she lost over 18 pounds. That is amazing. So big shout out to Danielle. I am super, super, super proud of you and all your hard work. And I know you and Coach Boston are absolutely crushing it together. So great job to you. Keep it up. And I know that you'll be extending your program. So I cannot wait to see the results you get from your metabolic reset phase once you start that. And by the way, um, if that if that phrase or that term metabolic reset is new to you, and if you want our free metabolic reset cheat sheet, just comment metabolic reset below, and I will personally send you my free metabolic reset cheat sheet. So uh, definitely let me know if you want to copy that and I'd be more than happy to send that over to you. So, all right. Um, I don't know you, I don't know about you guys, but I'm super excited about today's episode. This is one um, one episode that I'm really excited about because I experienced bloating a lot, especially when I was dining for a contest. It's almost like when I get leaner, the leaner I get, the more aware I am of my stomach and how I feel. Now, right now I'm like past off season and like I'm not too worried about how I look and feel too much right now. My focus is elsewhere, but when I'm dieting down, I'm always, especially when it's summertime, I'm going to a beach, I'm always checking myself, say, hey, how am I feeling today? And how how do I look? I want to look and feel confident, look my best. And I want you to look and feel your best too. And one of the best and fastest ways to get a flat stomach is to reduce bloating if you are experiencing bloating. So as we jump into today's episode, as I mentioned today, we'll be covering <clears throat> seven proven strategies that will drastically improve your bloating to help you get a flatter stomach. Now, as I go throughout here, uh, if you have any strategies that you want to share with me that works for you, please do so below. Uh, comment with them. Let me know. Again, I want us to learn together, to grow together as a community, and to give back to help each other achieve the goals that we have. So again, Really excited about today's episode. Thank you for joining in with me. And as I pull up my Facebook page, all right, let's rock and roll. <clears throat> so the very first, hey, what's up, Amon? So great to see you, brother. Hope you're doing great. Guys, if you're watching right now and you're live, just comment live. Let me know you're watching and tuning in. We'd love to have some conversations with you, interact with you, answer your questions, and uh, just have a great time. So thank you, Mom, for joining in. I appreciate you, brother, and hope you're doing well. So the first strategy that I want that I want to go over today that's proven to help you reduce your bloating, and this is a super, super, super simple one, one that you may already know, and that is to not eat too much at one meal. So don't eat too much at one meal. So eating smaller meals throughout the day, and so eating smaller more, more often throughout the day can actually help reduce your bloating. Now, I don't know about you, but I remember one time after Thanksgiving, Four years back, I ate so much food at one time, I was not hungry for three days, and I was completely bloated, and it was just a miserable experience, uh, and I'm not going to lie, that was a part of my life when I was still struggling with overeating and you know, binging, and I just had this really crazy relationship with food, and so I would just stuff myself. One, it was like social expectation, like, hey, everyone's eating a lot, you know, I'm going to eat a lot. And I just felt miserable for like three days. I did not want to eat. I was just so, so full. And 
one of the tips that I give out for this is, is to chew your food better. And there's actually a twofold bonus to chewing your food better. And so what, what do I mean by better? I mean, just like more thoroughly, like taking your time. Number one, you reduce the amount of air you swallow. When you reduce air, uh, you there's less gas, less air in your stomach. And number two, when you eat slower, you feel fuller faster. And therefore, you have to eat a smaller portion because you're not as hungry. And that can actually aid in weight management as well. So one of the best things, especially this may be common in those who intermittent fast, especially after your first meal is done and you're on a meal two or three in that eight hour window. And I'm kind of curious if anyone here intermittent fast and they experience bloating later in the evening. Hey, I, I'd love to know like what you guys experience because you guys are eating pretty big meals in that shortened window. And I know for me personally, it's tough for me to eat a large meal or a, even a smaller meal high in fat because I tend to get bloated very, very easily. So what would just easily reduce the bloating is to be aware of how much you're eating at one time. That's a surefire way, surefire way of not getting bloated and feeling flat, feeling great, and not feeling sick to your stomach. <clears throat> That's right, Iman, you did mention that you're actually intermittent fasting right now. So I'd love to uh, – oh, so you mentioned that you felt bloated today. So there may be some other strategies that we can talk about today that may help you, uh, especially when it comes to like food allergies and intolerances, which we'll get to next. Um, but really interesting to hear you with that with that experience because I know that as an athlete, always on your feet moving around, I know it just cannot be super comfortable – to always, uh, or to have that feeling of being bloated. And I'm sure that when you get up in the morning, perhaps you don't feel as bloated, which is, is a plus. Uh, but thank you for sharing your experience with me, man. I, I really appreciate it. So this, the second strategy on how to reduce bloating for a flatter stomach is avoid swallowing air and gases. Okay, so this one may seem like a no-brainer. I get it. But gas is actually produced two ways, or we get gas in our system two ways. Number one, gas is produced by bacteria in our gut from the foods we eat, especially high-fiber foods. When the bacteria digest these foods, as you know, fiber is it's not completely digested, so it's fermented, gas is produced. So that's one way gas gets trapped in our stomachs, making us feel bloated. The other way, uh, and this is not the way, this is not, man, the, the other way is drinking carbonated drinks. So, so basically, when we consume like club soda or sparkling waters, there's a chance that we'll also swallow that gas release from the from the from the bubbles that we consume that could cause your stomach to feel bloated. Now, when I'm dieting down, I always, always, always just crush club soda and sparkling water because it makes me feel full and I get super, super bloated. And that bloated feeling, it actually gives you a sense of fullness. But if you're finding yourself bloated, try to one, uh, again, chew slower so you're allowing less air into your stomach and reduce your consumption of like sparkling water or club soda. And even more so, things like chewing gum, <clears throat> even drinking through a straw and talking while you're eating can actually allow more air into your stomach, 
which can make you feel bloated. There's a lot of times when I dieted down, I was chewing like a pack of gum a day. And random fact, but if you chew gum for one hour, you'll burn five calories, which is super cool because that takes energy to move your jaw that much. But keep in mind when you're chewing gum, you're swallowing air. If you're drinking through a straw, you're probably swallowing air again. And so that can make you feel bloated more than normal too. So be careful with those. And if you're if you find yourself feeling bloated and you're chewing a lot of gum, I would recommend taking that gum out, seeing how you feel, and that could be the cause of your problem. So definitely pay attention to those three areas and see if your symptoms of feeling bloated improve. Okay, so number three, don't eat foods that give you gas. Okay, so there's a few foods that cause gas production in the body. Uh, the foods that we mentioned before, namely, are the high fiber foods. So <clears throat> the foods high fiber, like you know, vegetables, like broccoli and even apples and oats, they they produce a large amount of gas in the body because again, they're not completely digestible, and therefore there there's a fermentation process that happens. And so there's undigested food that um, essentially sits in your stomach and therefore that bacteria are, is producing gas through its digestion process. Also legumes, lentils, and even whole grains can contribute to this feeling of uh, fullness and, and, and bloating as well. So if, you're, if you catch yourself eating a lot of fiber and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm just really bloated today, maybe keep a food diary. and take note of how much fiber you're eating. And by the way, women should consume roughly 25 grams of fiber each day and men roughly 38 grams each day. I know it's super easy to actually consume more fiber than that. So be careful. Uh, if you're finding yourself eating a lot of fiber and you're feeling really bloated throughout the day, <clears throat> again, keeping a food diary or even logging that information into my fitness pal, I know that once you change the settings on my fitness pal, you can actually log and keep track of the fiber you're consuming throughout the day. Now, there's also number four is ruling out foods and allergies that can cause bloating as well. So when we're consuming foods, there are there are some foods that we may be allergic to or some foods that we may be intolerant to. Now, some of the biggest or most common foods that we may be allergic or have a sensitivity to or like lactose from milk, like true story. When I was in high school, I had this huge obsession with gaining weight. So every night I would drink like two or three cups of chocolate milk. I thought that was like the right thing to do. I heard a lot of football players saying, Hey, if you want to gain weight, you know, you know, drink some chocolate milk. And so that's what I did. And after like the second week and I did this consistently, I just started feeling really bloated. I did not feel good. And I developed a very minor sensitivity to lactose. And here's why. When you drink a, so we have an enzyme called lactase in our, in our large intestines. And when we consume so much of one type of food, like milk that has lactose, and when our supply of this enzyme that breaks down lactose from the milk, when when it can't keep up with the amount that's coming in, then essentially like there's no more enzymes to take care of that lactose. And so we have to allow that to build up. But in the meantime, if we're constantly flooding our bodies with milk or even things like gluten, um, eggs, I've actually developed sensitivities to gluten, to peanut butter, uh, even eggs. 
uh, as well. Like when I was in high school, I was eating like 56 eggs a week. It was insane. Guys, if you just knew how I ate when I was in high school, it, it was just ridiculous. And, and I'd even eat like one can of like whole jar of peanut butter in three days. And after a long, after like few, like a week or so, I would start to feel like bloated, my face would swell. And so it's not a good thing to, to overconsume any certain food because your body has these built-in enzymes to, to help you digest that. And whenever you overconsume on these foods, then your body doesn't have the enzymes available to keep digesting all these foods you're coming in that are either from milk, from eggs, from gluten, from wheat, uh, even fructose too. So again, if, if, if you're thinking you're being bloated from a certain type of food, whether it's milk or uh, bread or even um, like pizza, you know, pasta, things with gluten, then keep a food diary and take note of how you feel afterwards. So basically you're on top of your feelings. You understand how this food makes you feel and you can take note of whether or not to keep it out or to essentially to keep it in uh, if it's not producing any bad effects in your diet. Hey, Kim, thank you so much for, for joining us live. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for joining us. So the next one is number five is be careful with sugar alcohols. Now, guys, funny story again. So this is this, this is the fifth strategy on how to reduce bloating. So I was on an airplane going from think New York to South Korea. It was like a 16 hour, no, Chicago to South Korea. It was a 16 hour flight or 18. And I didn't have any food with me except like a box of these protein bars. And I always was told like, hey, be careful with you know how many protein bars you consume because they have sugar alcohol, like it could be like mannitol or sorbitol. And anyway, like, like the worst possible experience happened. I ate, I literally ate six protein bars on this one flight. And I, I, I was so bloated from these sugar alcohols that I couldn't, I was, it was, I was sick. I was absolutely sick. And so I, I say that because it's very important to not overconsume sugar alcohols. Sugar alcohols is essentially, um, a, a byproduct of sugar and it's found in protein bars and in some gums and basically like the bacteria in the large intestines can't completely digest these and um and therefore gas is produced in effect so <clears throat> even sugar-free syrups too sugar-free syrups gums protein bars be careful you can read it on the label that too many sugar alcohols can definitely impact how you feel and result in bloating so that's number five. Number six, as we move along, is do not be constipated. So it's very important to have regular bowel patterns throughout the day. And being constipated exacerbates the feeling of being bloated. So if you're feeling constipated, make sure that, number one, that you're you're eating plenty of fiber each day. So again, around 25 grams of fiber each day for women and 38 for men. Making sure you're drinking plenty of water and you're having regular activity. Um, so again, if that's an issue for you, and if it's something that you've been struggling with for quite some time, maybe chat with your doctor, but being in out of a state of having normal bowel patterns can definitely affect how you feel and can definitely make you feel more bloated. 
So that's number six, guys. We're rolling right through these. Let me quickly recap these. Number one, do not eat too much at one time. Number two, avoid swallowing air and gases. My favorite, the fizzy drinks um, are definitely getting to me there. Number three, don't eat foods that give you gas. Those high fiber foods are most likely to give you gas. Also, number four, rule out foods, <clears throat> food allergies and intolerances. Two common foods, again, lactose, fructose, eggs, wheat, and gluten are all foods that are very common in giving you a sensitivity or that you could be allergic to. So if you relate a feeling of being bloated to one or more of these types of foods like milk or fruit or eggs or bread, keep know that and take them from your diet. Number six is don't be constipated. Number seven is take peppermint oil. Um, so Studies have shown, it, especially in, in IBS patients, that peppermint oil may actually reduce the symptoms of being bloated and can help fight against um, gas being built up in the stomach. So if that's something that you've ever tried or like to try, that is worth the try. Uh, it's supported by science and it may help, uh, it may help reduce bloating that you're experiencing. Again, this is tested in IBS patients and uh, has some really good documentation behind it as well. So guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. Uh, if you did, uh, comment seven below to, to let me know you watched and listened to all these seven strategies on how to reduce your bloating. If you have any questions, let me know and I'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. So guys, I appreciate you watching. Hope you guys have a great day and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.